Mosley Show. It's about uh, 5.20. You're driving home. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Stephen Simcox. Aaron Sexton here with us. We are uh, filling in for Matt yesterday and today. He'll be back tomorrow. And on the phone line, someone else who used to frequent these airwaves, Garrett Ross from Bears Illustrated. That's the Baylor 247 side. He also does a great job covering some high school sports. And, Garrett, I know you've been on this uh, Lake Belton beat all year long, really with football and basketball, and I saw you out there enjoying some some high school hoops. Uh, so what was that like this afternoon? Man, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think that you really – what Coach Cope and the people at Lake Belton have been able to do from an athletic standpoint as well as academically is it's so it's so phenomenal man there's so much talent in that school um talking with him early on he said he's kind of wanted to take a similar trend to what coach huff done uh down at college station when they put together the new school and they've got a lot of things going on down there um the the belton they are four and oh after today as far as the boys go the girls are 5-0. and They're undefeated. They beat Rodgers yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun seeing those kids. Um, got great relationships with all the coaches down there. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to cover them uh, each week. Yeah, it's pretty amazing the culture they built there in a short amount of time, as you laid out. A lot of winning going on there uh, for a school that's really brand new to, to doing this and, and doing athletics at a high level. But, Garrett, you know, we're, we're here to talk some college football with you, and I want to start with Baylor. I'm taking on Texas Tech at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Gary Bohannon's status in doubt. It's kind of up in the air. Um, regardless of who plays quarterback, you know, I, I think this should be a game that Baylor finds a way to win. But if, if it is Blake Shapin, Garrett, how do you think the game plan adjusts? He looked pretty good in the second half against K-State, but in a full game situation, how does Baylor try to handle that? You know, that's an interesting question. And I don't really think they'll have to adjust much. Uh, for me, when you go back to when he came in, that initial drive, um, and Baylor found themselves in a fourth down situation, and they elected to go ahead and, and stay aggressive and go for it, that told me they have all the confidence in the world in this kid. And, you know, he's coming from a, a Shreveport evangel, and they churn out quarterbacks. That's like the Louisiana equivalent of Lake Travis, right? So he's got he, – he knows how to play the game at a high caliber on a high stage, uh, and he's been able to do that. So – in the short the short span, obviously, the other day, but in practice as well. Uh, so I don't think they'll really change much with him. I think that he did an excellent job of stepping in, uh, owning the role, and they really didn't miss a beat. Obviously, there'll probably be some things, some little things, but I think they'll just cut him loose and keep things uh, like they have all season. We, we saw some awards come down today. Jalen Petrie is up for the uh, Thorpe Award for Best DB. I mean, he's really all over the field, but obviously his position is officially defensive back. Uh, but another guy that got some accolades today was Jeff Grimes, semifinalist uh, for the Broyles Award. And, Garrett, we spent a lot of time last year talking about the Baylor offense and their lack of identity, just how hard it was for them to get any points, to get anything going. Uh, how impressed have you been with, with Jeff and just the turnaround this offense has had this year uh, as compared to last season? Oh, dude, it's night and day. I, you really couldn't script this. Like, mm-hmm. like it's something you see in the, like it's a fairy tale or something. But being able to, I think they kind of were behind the eight ball also because you had the coaching change uh, with Fedora going out and Grimes coming in. Which hats off to Coach Aranda for recognizing that and just acting on it. Right, like he could have let that play out, but he he identified a weakness and capitalized on it. Um, so I think that. Last year, you kind of – I mean, what he's been able to do this year and implement and get those guys bought in has been really impressive. 
Um, but you can't do any of that without what Coach Mateos has been able to do with that offensive line. Uh, we talked last year in length, man, about how bad they were. They just couldn't block. They couldn't get anything established. And you bring in guys like Jacob Gall in the offseason and you get them plugged in. And that wide zone scheme seems to be making the guys um, – skill set better in my opinion but you also were able to establish that identity of we are a run first team um you know they don't necessarily have to stretch the field they do every once in a while with with taekwon but for the most part dude they're just going to pound the rock at you and try to force you to stop it and if you can't i mean you're, you're going to be in for a long day you are we're bouncing around with garrett ross from bears illustrated the baylor 247 site uh, turning our attention to basketball for a second, I know you've been to most of those games so far this year. Uh, the Baylor men, they're getting ready for the Battle for Atlantis tournament in Arizona State tomorrow. A player I want to ask you about is Kendall Brown. He came, he comes in highly touted. And, Garrett, I know, I mean, that team last year, they won a national title. They were talented from top to bottom. Davion Mitchell was a lottery pick. I think Jared Butler and Macy Oteague have a chance to be in the NBA for a long time. But this dude looks different as a freshman coming in, just the athleticism, his ability to get up. What have you seen from Kendall Brown so far this year? He's a walking highlight reel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he is, he's so unreal, dude, what he's able to do. Um, and it's not just – like, obviously, he's going to mesmerize you. He's going to get most of the attention for the dunks, and rightfully so. That's what you know gets the crowd amped up and everything. But if you go back and watch the game against Stanford, he showed that he's an all-around player, right? Like, he's – He's making the, the reads like a point guard and, and getting the ball dished down low and, and finding the cutters. But he's also able to knock down shots from behind the arc. And, and he's kind of – he showed a little bit of his well-rounded game, which in the previous three games, he wasn't really – didn't necessarily have to do that, right? Um, but you're, he's able to, to show you that at any given point he can take a game over if need be. But the, the really unique thing, and hats off to Coach Drew and the staff for being able to do this, is – they have so many stars, but they're so selfless. Like, they don't care who scores. Like, they're not out there for the attention. And obviously, Kendall's going to get the attention. LJ Cryer's going to get the attention. But at the same time, they don't necessarily need that. And that's the, the most unique thing. But, man, Kendall is a special player. I highly recommend, like, if, if you want to see a show, go to the Farrell Center on any given night and watch Kendall Brown just tear up a rim. Yeah, they are. Uh, they get after it, man. When they're on the fast break, these these freshmen can go as long as, as well as some of these returning players as well. So that's a fun team to watch. The other aspect of this Big Twelve title scenario for Baylor, they have to beat Tech in football, and then Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, that bedlam rivalry. Um, Garrett, I was saying yesterday. I know OU has dominated this rivalry for a long time, but I really feel like this Oklahoma State defense is just poised to make a statement on Saturday, like they have all season. What do you think of that matchup between those two teams right now? I think it's going to be very similar to the Baylor-Oklahoma game, right? Like, if you look at Oklahoma State and you look at Baylor, they're not carbon copies, but they have so many similarities to to how they approach the game. Um, So I think it's going to be very similar to that. Plus, you also got to throw in the factor of kind of like how Baylor did with with Texas and Oklahoma. Like, they're leaving, right? Like, so you've got to handle your business now. And you throw Bedlam in on top of that with Oklahoma belling for the SEC – uh, and I think you're going to see Oklahoma State take it to them, honestly. Yeah, I could definitely see that. They're so physical. They're so good on that side of the ball. It's really incredible to watch. Um, Garrett, I wanted to ask you just sort of a general college football question. So Oklahoma and Texas, as you mentioned there, they're headed to the SEC. There's been some bad blood there. I put this out on Twitter last night. The best football job in the new look Big 12 
Uh, and I think there's a lot of teams and universities that can make an argument, but what do you think is the best job once you get four new schools in and, and those two big blue bloods leave, uh, leave town? Okay, this is a great question. First and foremost, this is a hell of a question. Um, th- th- <laughs> there's so many layers to this. I'm going to go I'm, – honestly, I'm going to go Baylor. Okay, okay. and that, it, it, Look, you know me. I cover Baylor. I'm an LSU fan, yada, yada, yada. Baylor to me is the best job, and there's you've got to first look at Mac Rhodes, okay, and, and Linda Livingstone. You have the best athletic director in the nation, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in your corner, okay. So that's a win. You have you're centrally located in the state of Texas, where recruits are just lined up in, in your backyard, like if you, you're 100 miles, or not even 100 miles to Dallas, Austin, San Antonio. So you're you're centrally located in an ideal situation. The weather's nice. Um, I think with the new facilities coming, um, that's definitely a key. Now, the drawback to that, and take this with a grain of salt, is you're going to say, well, the fan base. You don't have a – you can't create a home environment. But they've done a lot better this year. And I think that that's going to be something that continues to increase. But for those reasons, I would say Baylor. Now, I would definitely give BYU some consideration. Um, I think that Salt Lake City is beautiful. Utah in general is beautiful. Um, But that's a solid program. You're always going to be dealing with older guys, mature players who aren't really going to give you, you know, any slack. You know what you're getting up there. Weather's nice. Uh, Cincinnati's interesting, but it's Ohio. Like, I'm not messing with Ohio. That's Florida, the north. Those people be up there eating spaghetti noodles in their chili. You can't trust people (laughs) like that. So, uh, but you know, uh, but for me, I think it's got to be Baylor and BYU. Yeah, I think those two schools have a really good case. You know, Cincinnati is fascinating. I don't know a lot about what they're working with. Luke Fickle has done a a pretty incredible job, but I don't know if a a new guy could come in there and replicate that, just given kind of the the institutional um, challenges they have. Uh, but, yeah, I think Baylor has a, a claim there for sure. Final thing for you, Garrett, you talked about the LSU angle. Okay, so they've really been swinging for the fences here. It feels I, I know James Franklin got an extension today, and he's more on the USC job, but his name had been mentioned as well. Uh, where do you think they end up going? Because this list is kind of getting smaller, I guess, as more and more uh, big heavy hitters take their name off the board. It's, it's weird, right? Like LSU to me is, is kind of like Texas. They all have these, these hopes and aspirations of, of bringing in the, the new shiny object, and it's going to be a, a save-all. I think you should have left Ordron alone, honestly. I mean, he is everything you want in a Louisiana person. He knows – I mean, he's Louisiana through and through. He made some bad hires. Everybody makes some bad hires. Um, but I think you should have left him alone. But at the same time, dude – if you're looking for a close solution, somebody who could come in and, and kind of take control of it, you got to look at Billy Napier. Uh, he's right up the road in Lafayette. And then for me, maybe Mario Cristobal is another name. Uh, but at the same time, if I'm him, I would have a hard time leaving Oregon to go to LSU. I know that sounds crazy, but uh, so they're in a weird situation, dude, because there's not a lot of jobs coming open. There's not a lot of availability. The, the whole splash thing or even mentioning Lincoln Riley I think is a joke and honestly I think the kind of the 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 new is wearing off of him a little bit now that he's trying to have to recruit his own people and doesn't have a future NFL star as a quarterback but uh, for me I think you've got to go with you got to at least try Napier because he's right there uh, and then maybe try to get Crystal Ball but it's going to be difficult for them to get somebody to come in 
It is, yeah. You know, you'd think like they would be the school that would go after Lincoln Riley and have a legit shot or go after, um, you know, Mel Tucker maybe and have a legit shot. But those guys seem to be just playing it close to the vest right now. So we'll see how that shakes out. Well, Garrett, thanks so much uh, for tuning in and, and let people know where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, you can hit me up at underscore Garrett Ross on Twitter. Uh, like I said, I'm always out at sporting events, whether it's Lake Belton or Baylor recruits, uh, out catching them live at Baylor games. Constantly have content coming to you uh, every day on Bears Illustrated. I'm, I'm there. That's where you can find me. Thanks, Garrett. We'll talk to you soon, man. I appreciate you.